0: Don't look back because the market is closed. Good uh, Tuesday afternoon, everyone. This is Kip Herridge with the Daily VRA Investing Podcast. We tell you in just a few minutes what happened in the markets today. More importantly, we tell you what's going to happen going forward using the VRA Investing System as our guide. Uh, late day slide today Dow Jones closed down 173 points. At 25962 light volume, August sell-off, giving back about, uh, what, two-thirds of our gains from yesterday, just over a half of our gains from yesterday. Uh, the uh, uh, biggest loser on the day was the S&P 500, down 23 points at 2900 exactly. exactly. Uh, NASDAQ was down 54 points, or what is that, 0.68%. At uh, 7,948. So across the board, negatives today in our market averages. But I'm going to share something with you we share with our clients this morning. We believe that every now and then the markets give us a gift. We think this is one of those times as we head into next month. And we'll walk you through some of the reasons here. Number one, how about the media? Nonstop, trade war is going to cause a recession. Inverted yield curve is going to cause a recession. It's on every network. It's everywhere you look. It's almost as if the media wants there to be a recession. Now, why would they want that? Well, it might have something to do with the election next year, but what it's doing is it's keeping investors scared and out of the markets. We see this in fund flows, which continue to be negative for the year. Pretty remarkable with the gains we've had this year that investors are selling equities and buying bonds. Uh, investor sentiment is, it can be pretty, pretty amazing to watch. Uh, and again, investor sentiment... Extreme bearish readings right now. Latest AAII survey, 23%, uh, only 23% bulls, Fear and Greed Index, also registering extreme fear. Uh, but folks, when's the last time that you can remember the mainstream media being right about much of anything? Uh, I can tell you, as a lifelong contrarian, when we see CNBC, Bloomberg, CNN, etc., etc., aggressively on the same side of any issue, the smart money is on the other side of that trade. That's how we're playing it here. Also, when this is this is possibly the most significant short-term event is is uh, don't fight the tape. Don't, me, don't fight the Fed, which of course means don't fight central banks. Aggressive rate cuts are about to take place next month. Uh, we've got the uh, ECB, European Central Bank, has already pre-announced what they call their big bazooka meaning that they're going to have both rate cuts even further into negative rate territory, and they're also relaunching quantitative easing, or QE. A lot of money about to come into stocks. They're forcing it out. But, but then the following week, this is the 19th, the, our Federal Reserve meets, so back-to-back meetings from the ECB and the Fed uh, early next month, uh, early to mid-next month. The, uh, our Fed has already uh, indicated we'll get at least a quarter of a point cut, could be a half a point cut. Of course, as you've probably seen, Trump is uh, imploring the Fed to cut by one full percent. Uh, so, what may be more important though is that we're also going to get new guidance from the Fed. We expect that uh, instead of the Fed saying we're we're th- these are simply mid-cycle rate cuts, we expect the Fed to say that they are back in uh, easing an easing cycle. Uh, the markets will take that to mean further rate cuts. So remember, the Fed does not like to act during an election year. This is a point that we think many are missing. That means that all they don't want, they don't want to impact the election, so the Fed prefers not to do anything in the year of an election. Uh, George H.W. Bush is still blaming his loss on the fact that the Fed raised rates into a recession Uh, When Bill Clinton beat him, of course, H. Ross Perot has something to say about that, too, with 19 percent of the vote as an independent. Pretty remarkable. But the Fed does prefer not to take action in election years. All eyes will be on them. If they start uh, messing with rates next year, you can imagine what Trump and others will say. But what this all means is that all rate cuts likely another two to three, maybe 75 basis points or so. That's what we're looking at. Should take place this year, all in the next four months. We also know this, and again, this is from 34 years of doing this, folks. When central banks are slashing rates, launching quantitative easing, it's not just in Europe, it's not just in Europe, not just in the U.S. Look what's happening in China as well. Aggressive stimulus programs and rate cuts. Now Germany's getting into this as well. Of course, the most the largest, most powerful country uh, in in the EU. But when, the, when central banks all over the world are, are taking these actions, they're doing one thing. They're screaming at us to buy stocks and buy real estate. Do anything but keep your money in bank or savings accounts because you'll get no interest. Matter of fact, in a lot of cases, you'll have to pay us interest with negative rates for the, uh, for, for the privilege of investing your money with them. Uh, this is why it's called TINA. There is no alternative. Central banks are forcing people into equities. And if you don't buy, they'll keep cutting rates until you do. And finally, the Trump effect. Does anyone listening to this doubt that uh, uh, Donald Trump wants the Dow Jones at thirty-five to forty thousand by uh, next year's elections? We know he wants the stock market to, to rock and roll. You know, we know he wants the economy to rock and roll. And have you ever seen anyone that's more relentless when they want something to happen? We heard today that uh, Trump is now looking at additional tax cuts, some that he thinks will not even be need to be approved by Congress. That'll be fun to watch that battle. But it's also likely that this year we'll get a USMCA trade deal, that's U.S. and Canada uh, and Mexico, and uh, that we may also get an infrastructure bill, at least something that looks like it could pass, even with do-nothing Dems involved in the process. So, folks, we see there's no recession, not even close. We believe the markets are giving us a gift here. We continue to target Dow Jones 30,000 by year end. A 10 to 12 VRA investing system screens remain bullish. Uh, those uh, that that's our game plan. That's how we're treating it. Uh, the internals today were negative, but not across the board. We did have positive internals with the new 52-week highs and lows. But advanced decline and up-down volume were, were right at just a bit less than 2 to 1 negative. Nothing, nothing stunning there. In our sector watch, all 11 S&P 500 sectors were lower on the day, led by financials down 1.4% and materials down 1.2%. In our commodity watch, oil was uh, just uh, what, down 3 cents a barrel at 5618 And interesting, gold was up $6 an ounce today at 15.17 an ounce. And silver was up uh, 19 cents to 17.13 an ounce, but here's what we saw is significant. The miners, and I'm talking about GDX, the the ETF, GDX, which is the miner ETF, closed up today 3.4%. That is a move of almost five times greater than the move in gold. This is the biggest buy signal that we have have in our 34 years here, folks. When the miners, that's where the leverage is, when the miners are outperforming the commodity, in this case, gold and silver, but today, 5 to 1 uh, appreciation, better than gold. This is the biggest buy signal there is. This is what the smart money investors look for in the commodity space. We saw it today. It led the move higher uh, in GDX, again, closing up 3.4% today. We continue to, be aggressively long, uh, uh, gold, silver, and the miners. Finally, for today, Bitcoin uh, closed at uh, 10,709, down 217. And folks, I uh, hope you had a great day. Uh, again, we'll be back here with you tomorrow after the close. Uh, please join us at VRAinsider.com. Again, VRAinsider.com. Have a great night.